Hello guys and how's your quarantine going? How's everything out there? And today's podcast episode will be special for me because today I'm interviewing a young lady who is just a wonderful person. So let me start a brief history about her. She's from Nigeria, from Lagos originally and she came to, to the UK 15 years ago. And since then, she has been conquering not only Europe, but all the countries around it. And she's a young lady who travels so much. She has such wonderful stories to share. And moreover, she's a lady who goes to Eastern Europe, who travels across all those small countries that so many times are unknown, like Kosovo, Albania, Georgia, Ukraine. She travels all over there. And today we want to talk about that. And I want to deep dive into how she travels, how to travel in Africa if you're coming there as a white person, and how black people travel in Eastern Europe, and what kind of challenges she faces, okay? So let's get it started. Finally, see you, meet you. Yeah, it's like a virtual limit. Yeah, it's really funny. We've never like met each other. I know, but nowadays uh, it's like any interaction. Take me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been like you know cooking with friends, working out with friends. I'm like doing everything with my and I'm like I hate that I love Zoom. You know? okay. Exactly, it's like a blessing and a curse. Like, can we meet on Zoom? Like, God. <laughs> I'm like, please don't even say it. I'm like, <laughs> But Zoom is making so much money now in this period. It's like I can imagine, but I kind of curious, like why not like not any other platform? You know, there is no competitor right now. You know? Yeah, there's nothing. Even Skype was having issues. Like I tried to you know use it once or twice. That's why I said let's do Zoom. So I'm just thinking like nobody. I think um, House Party tried to like you know, but obviously that's like a more social platform than official businessy kind yeah. of thing. Um, I think Teams, sometimes my, my, at work, we use like a Microsoft Teams, um, but Zoom is just so easy. You just send the request and blah, and you know. <laughs> but tell me, how are you doing today? How is it? I'm okay. The day is flying. Like, I can't believe it's 12 o'clock already. I literally just opened my eyes. I got some stuff done um, work-wise, but it's just going so quickly. And I'm like, can you calm down? <laughs> I think time is going so fast. That I don't know. I don't know. Just me personally. How about yourself? you know like working like any other like any other day any other day and now when we are locked here i'm like it's getting a little bit of sunshine today so not complaining yes, it is also sunny here and i'm yeah. really i was like sunbathing in my balcony you're on the beach you know <laughs> yeah i was like i'll come back from quarantine being tired that's, that's how i do epic epic <laughs> Right. No, it's crazy. Okay. I'm like this balcony. Also, this the same story as with Zoom. I love it and I hate it. It's like you know, I do everything there. I, you know, I sit there, I read there, I talk to everyone there, I eat there, I sleep there, and I feel like you know, it's like two square meters. I know. Tired of me. It's like no, we need to get out soon. Soon. Yeah, soon. hopefully soon. 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 Yeah. So I've seen you just publish your ebook. Yeah, it's just a you know, mini guide. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You never told me about that. Tell me more. How did you come up with this? So, so this was like the first step because I, 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 I realized for Instagram, I, 
I go a lot, I always get feedback that my Instagram page is so attractive and they really like the way it's set up and things like that. And it was very, I won't say unconscious, but it was done using very minimal efforts and it was just me sticking to like a theme. And I realized the theme of your page on Instagram is kind of like the foundation of, you know, how it will end up looking at the end of the day. So I just created like a guide with um, about 20 something themes where people can choose based on example and explanation. So it's very simple guides, about 10 pages long, but now I know I can do it. I'm like, I'm going to do so many guides. <laughs> While I'm home. Like you guys are going to be getting guides every week. <laughs> How much time did it take you? Um, hmm, over editing and stuff like that. I start. I started it on Wednesday and I finished today. This earlier this morning. So yeah, I'll do stuff in the bits in in the middle. Um, but let's say about day's work. If I was fully focused, like a full day, yeah. Well, but you're really determined because I just like before our meeting, I just went and I downloaded it. Like I put my ma- mails there. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. I was like, that's the first thing I do. Uh, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> okay, <you>. take it. <laughs> you get it. I'll send the next batch. Um, I'm trying to still figure out because it's the first time. Um, but apparently I should have set up Mailchimp or Chimp Mail. I never know in a certain way where you get it straight away. But I did like a sign up and then I'll send. But it's, it's, a, ready, it's, a, it's a very good way. <laughs> cool. So, any other ideas for new ebooks? Um, I think because this is the first stage in terms of like the whole Instagram process. So, like, I'm going to be talking about how to, you know, tell better stories because that's something I do on my stories. Um, how to, I don't know, any, anything I do personally, how to do podcasts, be podcast guests on podcast interviews, mm-hmm. um, how to, do I'm, I'm doing a lot of Instagram takeover and I'm trying to transition it now to be able to take over like um, small companies and business. Mm-hmm. So I use like a BGMO emoji and I just talk about different things in an interactive way. And yeah, I guess a lot of engagement. So like in this time, a lot of people on social. So, you know, just use that and capitalize on it. So yeah, a lot of ideas. I'm just glad it's very long time. I've started a project and finished it. I'm very I have so many ideas, but finishing is one thing. I execute, but I just don't get to that. Okay, this is done um, a lot of times. So this feels really good. Like I was able to actually get it done. Like I'm just like, that's crazy. I haven't haven't done it yet, but I'm sure it's amazing. Because even though you talk about it, I'm like, I want that. And I want to promote it because it's very No, 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 you're doing a very good job. I appreciate you. Well, let's start from the very roots because okay. uh, yes, my audience might not know you. I hope okay. some of them know you, but so for them to understand, how did your story start? How did you move from Nigeria because you're originally from Nigeria, Lagos, right? Yes. So how did you move from Nigeria to Europe to the UK and how your story started and then travel story? Okay, so um, I was born in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, I think my first trip um, where I got on a plane was actually a local flight. So I was going from Lagos to Abuja, which is the capital. A lot of people think Lagos is the capital of Nigeria, but it's, it's more of like the largest population, but it's not the capital. Abuja is. So I went there with a family friend. It was quite nice. And I, I remember being so excited to get on. You know, it was a very small plane, but it was really exciting. And then the next trip was... Um, and a international trip to the States, 
to the US of A. And I was so excited. Oh my God. I remember, you know, having my hair done, picking my outfit to go. And it was so nice. It was a really nice summer. Um, I think I was about 10. Um, and I was able to meet my cousins over there, went to Texas, went to a few other states. Um, it was really, really good. And then I relocated. And then coming back, I stopped over at in the UK to see my aunt. And my aunt was like, you know, the UK has better educational system. You know, it'd be nice to stay. Um, we kind of had permission to stay as well um, because my dad is a citizen of the UK. Um, and then, yeah, things just started going from there. So I started living in the UK and I've just studied work and all of that stuff. And because London is so central or the UK is so central to Europe, I was like, why not just maximize on the benefits of, you know, having the freedom to travel, especially within Europe. The borders are so open. You can kind of go from one country to another, even by, by train. You don't even have to fly. So I just kind of maximize on that opportunity. I, I'm big on opportunities. That when I see it, I'm just like, yeah, do it. So yeah, that's how my travel adventure began. And, you know, I was able to be lucky enough to explore a bit of Africa, a little bit of um, China, Asia. I was able to explore Australia. So it's kind of gone quite far and near. And yeah, we've just been so going since then. Who was the very first person who took you on a trip, like adventurous trip somewhere here? And showed you this world of adventures that you can not go only on the trip like once per year but more frequently with more fun you know with meeting new people who was the very first person i'll say my mom she's yeah. a traveler at heart she really really loves to travel um and hence the reason why she did that summer holiday when we were 10 like you know a lot of people don't get to travel till they're a bit much older but she really you know values having new culture experiencing new things and then over time, as I grew into my own person as a woman, I was just like, this is a good thing to be able to try out new places and see new, new cultures and, you know, just hear the stories of new people and everything like that. Another shout out to Instagram, you know, I know it's a very random shout out, but I do remember seeing some <laughs> pictures and I was like, this can't be real. I think it was Switzerland. You know, when they have like the mountain and the ape, like, I was like, this can't exist. Like, this is Photoshop. Like, it's not possible. And, you know, took the bravery. I went to, I went to um, Burns and I was able to explore and take the same scenic trains. And I was gobsmacked. I was like, this is real. Like, there are beautiful places on this earth. And I just want to see them all. So, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Instagram. <laughs> what I love about Europe, because the nature, like, if you go, you know, Switzerland, Norway. Have you been to Norway? Mm-hmm. Right. So, pretty similar in nature, yeah. the mountains, yeah. spirit. And then if you go Italy, Spain, completely different. So different. Go Everywhere Africa, is so different. different. Exactly. That's what I like. It's so small, but it's mm -hmm. so diverse. It's right? so very, it's so, you know, if you're going up to, you know, the Scandinavia places, a bit more, you know, it's just a different kind of vibe to when you're more central, like the Western. And then if you go down to the East, um, East of Europe is another vibe entirely. It's just, everywhere just kind of have something different. And that's, that's why I don't, I don't get bored of exploring Europe intensively. People are like, you know, explore somewhere else. I'm like, I like Europe. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, Switzerland has a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Listen to that out of this. <laughs> Switzerland is the only place I've been to and I contemplated if I was really thirsty to buy a bottle of water. Like, why yeah. am I paying so much for a bottle of water? Like... <laughs> 
But, you feel so poor like whenever yeah. you come you're like oh fuck I'm broke <laughs> honestly honestly speaking I think because obviously the economy is different they pay they get paid such a good amount so it makes sense yeah. um, for them to pay so much but if you're you know someone like me I was like why am I paying so much for food help oh. <laughs> where is it I water do I need water I can just drink my saliva <laughs> Just keep swallowing. <laughs> I remember my trip to Switzerland. It was like last year. I went to Zurich. So I took so many cooked meals from Germany. I mm. cooked them in Germany because I lived like two hours from the border. Yeah, the border is so there. close. And Smart. I was like, you know, I could Smart. Have, just like, you know, luxurious lunch, like a takeaway. It was like eating. And next day I saw this kebab, kebab which cost like 15 euros. I was like, for kebab is insane even mcdonald's over there is just ridiculous everything is so expensive i'm just like yeah yeah it's a nice short sweet holiday that's why i did in switzerland <laughs> nice and short yeah but, yeah. <laughs> but tell me about what i was saying so once you moved to europe right you started exploring mm-hmm. it and for sure you were shocked about some things right because in Europe, people do things differently, but the approach to travel is the different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel? Like, how does it differ from the way you know you can travel in Africa and how you, Europeans travel within Europe? You know, what is the difference between all of it? Um, I think within Africa, um, I think okay. Let's start from Europe. To be honest, within Europe, I feel people don't maximize on the benefit that they do have. Um, and it's normal, you know, whatever you have, we tend to take it for granted. It's very human nature. Um, because you go like stupidly affordable flights, you know, you have, um, flight like Ryanair or Weezer or EasyJet, which, you know, I've been able to fly 10 pounds on Ryanair one time, return tickets. Like it's insane. It might as well just be free. So, you know, you get these opportunities to travel. And like you said, some Europeans can be quite laid back. Um, I think during my journeys, the, the major, um, the big portion of backpackers were like people from the States, you know, they tend to want to explore Europe intensively. You don't really see people from Europe exploring Europe, um, per se. Maybe they go more to the Asia, to, to Asia or something like that, which is normal. I think people just tend to want to explore contrary to where they are living or based in. Um, I think in Africa, it's still very expensive to explore the continent, um, you don't have like ease, um, like you know, affordable flights and stuff. Sometimes it's, it costs as much as flying from Africa to Europe as much as to fly within African countries. Um, so that's I think that sometimes discourage people from exploring so much. Um, but what people do do is explore a lot of their country. So you have a lot of like staycations and just you know checking out local spots and things like that. So I think that's kind of the attitude difference I've observed between. Um, both places right because yeah for us it's like we get a bit spoiled here with you know this so t- such two flights mm. you now when you understand that you have to go you know from one country to another like in africa and you have to pay three four hundred euros for yep. one flight yeah then also that's, a, that's not even on the cheap side of things to be honest right and then yeah. the salaries are way lower than here Mm-hmm. and you're like at the end of the day like do you like do you really want to go on the trip right yeah yeah make you broke i think yeah. you have to be more really determined or like you know one thing i did personally was um i did a road trip from so i flew from i went to last summer i went to lagos and mm-hmm. i i was in what's it called i i was there for a while 
and I decided to fly to Ghana and then do a road trip back from Ghana to to London to sorry to Lagos. I was just some swimming in between as well. Definitely not. <laughs> to um sorry to Lagos. Right. So that's that's something that people um do. I know people that have done road trips from Lagos all the way to Senegal. Um, it's, you know, they stop in each country and just cross the border gradually. So, you know, just exploring the whole of Western, Western Africa. So yeah, there, there are options if you're determined, but I feel like you definitely need that extra determination or passion for you to, right. to do that. But yeah. But how about, so you made a road trip. So how about the speed of this? Because I know that not all the roads, there are pretty good. So yeah. what about the road and safety on the road? What? Um, shopping in hostels, hotels. I think I think the roads were not actually so bad, especially in countries like Ghana, um, Togo. The roads were actually pretty good. Um, Safety-wise, I think definitely going with a trusted maybe company. Um, I was lucky to go with a friend who was able to like you know navigate us um, yeah. to know which which because I wanted to do I actually use public transportation so which buses are safe you know um, paying a, a bit more so it's not too congested so maybe they're taking um, four passengers we pay for an extra spot so there's a bit more room and things like that um, and yeah so long as you have your obviously I have my um, Nigerian passport too as well so I will have the Echoes passport that allows for free border. Um, crossing without needing a visa um, and as long as you have your yellow fever vaccination it was pretty straightforward to be honest I think sometimes the media reflects a level of fear that might not necessarily be there and that's why I do encourage people to go out by themselves and try these things um, and make your own you know judgments rather than just you know what everyone else is saying yeah. Right. Cool. I have my yellow vaccination, so. Oh yeah, you go, girl. It's a lifetime thing. Once you have it, exactly. Um, previously it was a ten years validity on it, but they've changed it recently to be a lifetime. So yeah, is it is cool. it's, it's pretty on the high side of cost in, in the UK. I think some places is fairly cheaper. Um, I did, I did but, like Poland. Was okay. Well, euros that was I would say like thirty euros max. Mm. Was pretty. That's good. good. I think about I paid. More than 60. So about, yeah, about double what you paid. I know some places in Asia is like even free. Uh, sorry, yeah, South America. It's in the country, yeah, because we don't have yeah. the here in Ukraine. So it's not like a must. It's like optional if you go. It's there. optional. Exactly. Yeah. So I know some countries is even free. Um, so it's just like, yeah, the only thing is when you get it, you can't travel for 10 days. So you start actually, you know, time your travels. Right. But yeah, once you have it, it's a lifetime um, validity on it. Oh. Yeah, the, the only thing is, like, for me, for Ukrainians, we need visas to all African countries. Yeah. Like, all the Arabic ones, like Morocco, Tunisia, all of them. And I'm like, everything. They don't need visa to come here. <laughs> and then also, like, all the, you know, I wanted to go to Nigeria, as I told you, last year. Yeah, when, yeah. With my ex-boyfriend, we were, like, planning it. And then when I saw the number of documents I need to submit, it's like invitation, your expenses, your income, you know, all the movements in your bank account. I'm like, brother, you rob me, but not that I'm robbing you. They ask for everything on the head of a dragon and the blood of right. your unborn child and everything, you know. I oh, think but... this application really puts me off visiting destination. And that's one thing that probably attracts me to um, visit Europe um, because obviously you don't need it with my British passport. I think, you know, some places make it easy, like, you know, Uganda or someone, they even do a um, visa on arrival for some, for, for some passports. Um, but, like, I haven't visited Russia yet because I need to do a whole long visa process, and I'm just like, 
No. <laughs> I'm lucky, well, you know, we don't have visas to Russia. So we can exchange, you know, Ukrainian for UK passport. I'm yeah, just... all right, let's do that. <laughs> That's for the duration of the trip. Here we go. So, oh, man. But tell me another thing. So if you were to, so if you had friends who wanted to go to Africa, right, for either from Europe or from the US or Australia, from wherever, let's say white people who want to go explore uh, Africa on their own, mm-hmm. which kind of advice would you give them, like if they want to go, I don't know, to Nigeria or like Ghana, wherever, like what kind of like mass tips would you give? And also how can they save money there? Because I know like, there is this attitude if like white people come there, they're rich, so you can really fool them a lot, right? Yeah. Like giving them bigger prices and plus we don't speak like, you know, local languages, so we don't understand uh-huh. them, so you can fool us easily. And I agree with that. So what kind of advice would you give? Um, I said the first is this is so cheeky of me, but the first I'll say is to realize that Africa is a continent, and I'm glad that you specified that, you know within the country of different countries because a lot of people just say i'm going to africa and you're just like where it's just the same way you say i'm going to you don't just say i'm going to europe you say i'm going to france or italy or something like that right. so and know the specificity of thing will allow people to help you better so if you're saying if you're playing a social i'm going to nigeria i'm nigerian i can you know give you better more personalized tip than saying i'm going to africa i'm like which one of the 50 something countries right, you know? <laughs> exactly yeah of the 52 countries like which one are you going to um so first of all we i would definitely do the re- do the research that's probably the first thing i'll say right. um unfortunately there's not that much content i think we can definitely have a lot more content in terms of you know i'm if, if i search you know a day in paris there's zillions of you know blog posts and stuff like that but when i search the same i think definitely information Mean to work on that, but I'll say whatever is there for now, um, do your research. Um, social media platform, I'll say reach out to people that are based in those locality. Like I keep talking about Ghana because it was it was literally an highlight for me last year. And one thing I did was to find travel bloggers that were based in in Ghana. So you know, fostering this friendship and things like that. That way, when I was you know to come, I was able to have a local person. Because, you know, you mentioned getting cheated and stuff like that. That can be eliminated if you have someone that is based there. So they'll tell you, you know, transport should not cost more than, you know, 10 cities right. or, you know, it shouldn't be more than this. That way you have a gauge of what things should be costing because it happens to everyone. Any foreigner in any country, you know, you tend to get the, the, the longest, the exactly, the longest side of the stick. I'll say safety-wise, be, is, be as conscious as any other country you're visiting, you know, be aware you know if you're going out at night do the normal precautions and things like that i don't think you have to take any extra step but then again i have the advantage of me being an african so when i travel within is is very normal for me i don't get that staring at or something which i probably get in europe but yeah i think definitely making international friends definitely doing your research and if you're really concerned probably reach out to like a tour group or like an organization within the country you want to visit. So there's a lot of them. So in Nigeria, there's something called um, Niger Normand, where they literally plan for you the whole itinerary and everything. You know, they can provide you with a guide. They can provide you with transportation, everything. So there's a lot of companies out there that are taking um, tourism quite seriously, and they're able to give you the best service um, ever. 
Um, so it's one of those tools. Obviously, for that one, you have to pay. So if you want to break down on cost, you probably just want to find someone local that you flourish the friendship with. And obviously, based on your instincts and how much you trust them, you can really meet up with them and, you know, try and explore this place by yourself. Um, what about really, those platforms like for volunteering, like different or like in couch surfing, like car surfing, work away, where you stay at strangers' home? Would you recommend? Have you ever used it in Nigeria or in Ghana? Or I have not used it ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's kind of like well, that's why I'm reserved about making a comment about that. Um, I know friends who have, so I know they are very much real and they are very much good-hearted people that. Um, are willing to you know take you into their homes um again read the reviews you know that's why they are there for a reason um and yeah just you know follow your instincts listen to what your heart is saying about certain situation if you feel you're in danger or you are not you don't feel very safe just you know find a way to navigate out of that situation but yeah do your as i think that's where it comes into doing the research and just having the more knowledge you have the more informed you are the the calmer and you know better experience you tend right. to have yeah so yeah so to all those europeans americans let's go let's explore. let's go let's do it <laughs> no, definitely on my list on my list once i have enough searches to get those your visas mm -hmm. i will go yeah it's, that's like, it. you know, I just, it's constantly like it's not that i don't want to get it it's like so much energy i know trust I me like, i don't like forms in general so right. you asking for my name my address my bank account the my first mother the oh, second mother like right? what do you want leave me alone <laughs> right i'm like every time they ask me i'm like like what can i like what do you need it for like what can i even do like if i wanted to you know like seriously if you want a rubber bank or whatever do you yeah. will find a way right so exactly this you know questionnaire is yeah so well whatever but one day Honestly. one day yeah. fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah <laughs> And guys, we will discuss Eastern European travels of Pulum in the next episode. So stay tuned, jump into it right away, and I'll tell you all about how she traveled in Ukraine, Georgia, and all other countries in Balkans and Eastern Europe. So let's get it started.